Welcome to Change Space, where we explore how God's story is changing our stories, growing stronger and healthier minds and identities for us, transforming our relationships with Him, with ourselves, and each other. I'm your host, Ruth Stephen Kothla, and I'm so excited to discover with you how God's story is changing our stories. Welcome. Welcome to season three of Change Space. We are back together after some time apart, and I've been praying that in our time apart, you've experienced the goodness of God more in your life, discovered his trustworthiness for you a little bit more, been able to spend some time with him and his word and discover through his spirit how beloved you are a little bit more, and maybe even had an adventure or two. For me, this time of rest is so, so foreign to me. As I mentioned at the end of season one, I'm not someone who thinks to rest. As I mentioned at the end of season two, I'm so bad at it. God has got me doing a podcast to help me learn to rest in him. And if that doesn't make sense to you, that's because God's God's world, God's experience with us is so counterintuitive to what we think as, quote, normal. You know, when we think of rest, you typically think of like, say, napping when you're physically tired. Well, the rest that God wants to give us is so much more, friends. For me, what I've been discovering is I need rest from my emotional pain that I don't want to look at. I don't want to work through. I just want to shove it aside, avoid it, hide from it, run from it, or pretend it isn't there. Unfortunately, while I do that, it doesn't make it go away. It grows when I do that. There's now more pain on top of pain. The very rest that Jesus is inviting us to have with him is so necessary for us to not get lost in this pain, trapped in this pain to where we can't see our way out. So this rest that he allows me to have between seasons is one where he helps me face experiences I would rather forget, helps me trust him to walk a little bit more into areas of my own mind that I have avoided. That's what I've done during my time of rest. And it does not sound like rest to you, does it? No, as I say it out loud, it doesn't sound like rest to me. But guess what it's doing for me? It's bringing me rest from the work produced by this pain. It takes a lot of work to avoid pain to hide from pain, to run from pain, and to pretend pain away. It's a lot of work. We all experience it. Is that not why we lead such busy, loud lives that leave us very little space with our time to hear or to see God at work in our lives, loving us? So friends, as we start this season... Let's look a little closer at this antithetical idea of 
God's rest for our pain. be hearing me talk about pain and thinking, maybe I won't hang out with you on season three, Ruth. But hear me out. Pain is something we don't like to look at. It is why we lead such busy, loud lives. But pain is heavy in our lives. Pain costs us a lot. And we talked about this a little bit in season one. Our brains don't recognize pain separate physically versus emotionally. No matter what kind of pain, whether physical or emotional, it's the same circuitry of brain cells, neurons, that process pain. And when we avoid pain so well, it starts to accumulate and clog up in our system and it will manifest itself in some way. More often than not, Physically, in our bodies, it's going to start to manifest itself through illness, injury, and it's going to get your attention. However much you want to avoid your pain, it is going to get your attention. Why not just start the practice of asking the Holy Spirit to help us look at our pain Face it. Start to name our pain. Identify where it's coming from. And start to walk through our pain with Jesus. Because when pain encounters Jesus, pain changes. You know, this is what Jesus did with pain. He faced it. You've heard me mention in seasons one and two, if you've listened, Genesis one, one and two, a lot. And it's not changing for season three. Genesis one, one and two is telling us God's trustworthiness because God is coming from a broken family at the beginning of the story. Remember the Bible is ancient literature telling us a story in patterns. That's why we need to read the whole story. As we keep reading, more and more is given to us about what we've read earlier, enlarging the picture that we get to see, expanding our understanding and giving us more details. So while it doesn't state what I'm saying in Genesis 1, 1 and 2, when you read the whole story, you start to discover this is what is really happening. It's a little bit like the Narnia Chronicles, the Chronicles of Narnia that I reference in season two. It was published in an order that was out of linear sequence. So it wasn't a chronological story. I feel bad for anybody who decides to read that story chronologically because you would miss out on the joy and delight of discovering all these things that we call like Easter eggs 
in our current movie lingo, um, there are so many things to discover when we read the Chronicles of Narnia in the order of their publication. That first book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, it's talking about pain in that story. These are kids growing up in World War II in England when it is getting bombarded with bombs by Germany. And kids were sent all across the countryside of England to escape the bombings of London. That's where these four children come from. And don't you think that was pain? In some ways, C.S. Lewis is giving us a story of Jesus helping kids work through pain. And that first story gives us all of these details to the adventures of these four kids. But when you get to later stories, you start to discover how things were formed to set up your first story. The Bible is very similar in structure in some ways. There are things as we keep reading that give us aha moments, the oh details to what we'd already been reading. And it just increases the richness and the beauty of God's story for us. So yes, Genesis 1, 1 and 2 is the story of God having dealt with brokenness in his family and what he decides to do with it. God is showing us love faces pain. Love is greater than pain when we trust in the one who is love. Love pursues us. Love pursues us. Love embraces us. And that love is God. And we miss out. I've missed out. This time of rest between seasons is one I've gotten to walk through some pain. I will not lie and say it was fun. It's probably at its worst when we face the pain. When I face the pain, it's the worst. You can't see past the pain. I can actually picture Jesus on the cross as he is walking through my pain, all of it that I've ever lived, your pain, all of it that you've ever lived, and every other person on this planet that has ever lived, their pain. He's walked with that pain, so now he intimately understands our stories because he's walked through everything that has been hurtful and harmful to us. Everything, all of it. He has the deepest, most intimate knowledge and compassion for your pain. So as he held my hand and had me look at pain, in this last month. It was his strength. It was his courage. It was his compassion that helped me face it, open the door, 
walk through it, and experience that pain's story. You heard me right. Our pain is telling us a story. And when we refuse to look at it, when we refuse to listen to it, we refuse to face what Jesus wants to free for us. Isaiah 61. We looked at it in the last season. It's telling us that the Spirit wants to do a work of freedom for us. The Spirit wants to free captives, bind what's brokenhearted, bring hope of the good news to the parts of us that don't believe or hope anymore, give sight for what is blind in us to God's love for us and free us, free us from the captivity that sin and its pain has kept us imprisoned in. It's a release from the darkness. When we allow God to do this tender, merciful work of helping us face our pain. And with it, we enter into God's safe, trustworthy presence and find out with less barrier of the lies of the darkness, we get to experience more clearly how delighted God is in being in your presence and mine. Delighted, my friend. He delights in you. He rejoices in spending time with you. It makes him smile. He wants to do a happy dance that you want to hang out with him. So let's let him free us. Let's let him free us from this pain. Let's let him walk us through the story pain wants to tell us so it can be set free. And we live in the delight of God's love for us. Thank you.